aka Patters, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the 31 Days of Dread. This is the annual podcast event where yo boy here, Peter A. DeLuca, that's me. We do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. And welcome to day four because we have two of the greatest film minds like of the modern day. One of them you know, one of them you don't. And we have just one of the, probably one of the most influential short story novelists, authors ever when it comes to horror. And it's not Stephen King. Let's get into it. Let's get through that intro and hit day four of the 31 Days of Dread, the color out of space. Alright everyone, before we get into something spooky, let me tell you something. Trial by Fire. It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description, and I will see you on the printed page. Yeah, it's so frustrating sitting down with all of you real quick. Only only because I just watched two back-to-back Nicolas Cage movies, and that's, that's our star of this masterpiece of this probably greatest H.P. Lovecraft movie ever if you don't know hp lovecraft it's okay (laughs) most people don't but hp lovecraft is very influential in the um in the ideas of horror i feel like uh, clive barker borrows so much from hp lovecraft i feel like everyone borrows from him but if when it comes to horror Stephen King has had like a couple of his like dabbles into it barker seems to really commit to the bit but hp lovecraft is always there this film like just for example this the short story that this is based on okay has already been adapted so many times i mean I've, i already did a version of this movie called the curse that might have been a year or two years ago a movie just came came out called annihilation uh starring natalie portman that that the the uh the end the entity in that movie is relatively this. Uh, the two movies nearly have uh, the uh, same plot, you know, or the movie, short story, what have you. Uh, you know, we can even go back to Boris Karloff, Die, Monster, Die, 1965. Okay, that was the first time they attempted to, uh, you know, adapt this. And adapting H.P. Lovecraft, it's a, it's, it's a monster, pun intended. It is one of the hardest things you can do. I think this is the best attempt at, at the idea. Now look, day five is going to be from beyond. I have yet to see that, okay? Now, is this movie better than Reanimator? Because later we did Reanimator. Another H.P. Lovecraft story. Reanimator is done... With a, uh, a little bit of a wink. It's not so serious. This movie is super serious. And you kind of favor that. I, I do understand why the uh, Academy doesn't really look towards comedy. when it <laughs> Because it needs to be serious to be taken. Uh, to, to, to be taken seriously. To be taken for real. Now. I'm am ju- just trying to gather some of my thoughts because I literally just finished watching this movie. Richard Stanley, he's he's our director, 
Okay, Roger Stanley is is a storied filmmaker. He's made movies like Dust Devil. If you ever heard of Dust Devil, you probably haven't. He made a movie called Hardware that put him on the map. And he's right now more associated with Lost Souls. It's a, it's a documentary that's been floating around the streaming services. But it's about his failed production of The Island of Dr. Moreau. Which later became a uh, Val Kilmer, Marlon Brando, John Frankenheimer movie in the 90s. And, you know, I remember reading about uh, Doc, The Island of Dr. Moreau like the, in the uh, trades. The production for that movie is legendary, and they make a documentary about it. And he's more, you know, well known from that documentary than his actual films. This is his return. He is legendary in my eyes. He is a prime filmmaker. He should be directing Doctor Strange too. He's that good. He knows how to handle Nick Cage, and he knows when to let Nicolas Cage off the rails. Now, the overall plot of this movie is we have a farm family, a meteor hits the farm, and then crazy things start to happen. Now, Richard Stanley has the type of eye and the type of mind to do this thing with Lovecraft that I really haven't seen before. It's beauty and horror together. We have imagery from the thing. And I'm pretty sure we have imagery from like from beyond. Because I've seen stills and little clips of that movie. But the the uh the Lovecraftian creature, which is usually just this like bubblegum gobble, like silly putty amalgamation of other creatures and they're fleshy and you see the veins and blood and, and it's just disgusting looking. So, we get that in this. And then we get um, this entity from space uh, transforming the world around it. And it's just beautiful. And we get this mix. And along the way, we have this family trying to figure out what's happening, trying to deal with it. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage just goes in this movie. and, And it's perfect. Because... The entity starts affecting the psyche before these people realize it, before the audience even realizes it. You know, like we know something's off. So along the way, we get this like beautiful imagery. We get masterful cinematography. Uh, I, I, I'm doing the cinematographer a disservice here. I really, I really should uh, know his name. Can can I look it up real quick? Cinematography, Steve Annis. A N N I S. Holy crap. And this movie was made for, um, you know, Wikipedia says between six to 12 million. It's also produced by Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood is in nothing but good stuff. Um, like, seriously, nothing but good stuff. So, this is like the third, like, awesome uh, horror movie performance by Nicolas Cage and that's why I'm frustrated because I just got done also like a night or two ago I saw Mom and Dad starring Nicolas Cage that it's a horror movie it's on Hulu it blew my mind it's so good but it didn't make the 31 Days of Dread list and last, last year we did Mandy okay holy crap we have Mandy 
the color out of space, and Mom and Dad. Nicolas Cage is in three of the best horror movies of the modern day. Like, thanks, Nick Cage, because he gets these movies financed, he gets them insured, uh, he can guarantee a certain level of income that comes in through the movie. Uh, I, I can do nothing but thank Nicolas Cage for just being awesome and being Nick Cage. Like, you know, um, of all these guys that went into what they call like a VOD career compared to Stallone, Travolta, Bruce Willis. You know, like three of the, the bigger names around this like career trajectory, which kind of like Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren also did it. You know, and Scott Atkins, a wonderful, probably one of the best action movie stars of the day who's only been in a handful of major movies, but he, he has a new movie that comes out like every every year, every other year, sometimes twice a year. But no, no, Nicolas Cage. Of all those people I just named, pound for pound, he's in the absolute best movies. Uh, you you make it, uh, it looks like this is by design. And I would say I agree with it. He He's very smart. He has very smart people around him. So getting back to this, and that's why I'm, I'm just so frustrated. Because I want to do an episode on Mom and Dad. I, wanna, I just want to gush over that movie. Go see that. And go see this. Because it's, I never read H.P. Lovecraft, and I feel like I did after watching this. I kind of understood H.P. Lovecraft more, especially in the last like two, like two to three minutes, where uh, one of our surviving characters has this little bit of a narration, and it gives us a, like a glimpse to what we just saw, what's really happening. And it's, it's it's somewhat euphoric. Uh, it, you're you're connected to it, like to the the work, to the piece, a little bit more. And another shout out. There is another version of this movie on Amazon Prime. I, I, the um, exact year is escaping me, but it's almost like a green screen. Uh, you know, like make making a movie at home type deal. And it very much parallels the um, the Die Monster Die or Die Demon Die, the the 1965 version with Boris Karloff that I uh, referenced earlier. And I don't know. <laughs> People seem to love adapting this story and going for it. Now, originally, it's supposed to have like some type of investigator that goes into the family for different reasons. Uh, you know, like these, uh, this movie doesn't quite do it. The curse that I did previously doesn't quite do it. The other two ones I named do it. So, like, we have four different interpretations and versions and takes of this movie, which also makes it so good. It's almost like Frankenstein. Like, you can never watch enough Frankenstein. The Color Out of Space, everyone, starring Nicolas Cage. Find it, watch it, enjoy it, and, and bake in the purple glow because again the cinematography for this movie is a flat out home run richard stanley is a genius nicholas cage is a genius this movie is what i would call an hp lovecraft one million dollar 12 million dollar uh budgeted masterpiece so everyone check it out tomorrow day five we will complete our hp lovecraft block with the classic, the heralded from beyond.
Get going, kids. I love you, and goodbye. Quick announcement. Quick announcement. So, this episode is dedicated to my father, R.I.P. Tony DeLuca, Tony Ironfeet. We love you, and we miss you every single day.